Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Hey, it's Erica Cruz Guevara with The Bay. The Winchester Mystery House in San Jose is this 24,000 square foot home with 160 rooms, 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, and 47 stairways. And it's these bizarre architectural features that draw visitors in, making it the tourist attraction that it is today. But to understand this house and how it came to be, you have to understand the woman behind it. Today, from our friends at Bay Curious, reporter Carly Severn takes us inside the Winchester Mystery House to do just that. Stay with us. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of The Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Where are we, Olivia? We are just outside the entrance to the mansion tour at the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose. And I'm so excited to be here. I have been here before, but it's been a really long time. 
The Winchester Mystery House is one of those places that's in all of the tourist guidebooks. A spooky, historic attraction that's kind of like Alcatraz or riding a cable car in that many people who grew up here know about it, but have never visited. The Lost Boy Spirit 2 at 1210 is departing at the front of the house on the front porch. On a crisp fall day in the South Bay with Halloween just around the corner, reporter Carly Severn and I braved a tour of the sprawling house to see if we could uncover the home's secrets, to see if it's really haunted. It's disorienting maze of rooms, staircases leading to nowhere, and then there are the ghosts. This is Boo Curious, your tour of the Bay Area's creepiest places. Today on the show, to kick off our month-long series, we're taking you inside the eerie Winchester Mystery House and unpacking the ghostly legend that's apparently behind it all. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Now stay close. You don't want to get lost. <laughs> The Winchester Mystery House may be internationally famous for its bizarre, otherworldly architecture and stories about the ghosts who still stalk its corridors. But almost 140 years after its construction, the real mystery of this place is actually about the woman who lived and died here, Sarah Winchester. Let's go over the threshold with reporter Carly Severn and our tour guide, Alexis. Well, welcome to the Winchester Mystery House. My name is Alexis. I'll be your guide today for your hour-long tour through Mrs. Winchester's beautiful yet slightly unusual mansion. So the Mystery the House is so confusing, so labyrinthine, that one of the first things our tour guide tells us is don't go wandering off alone. Just stick with me at all times. It's really easy to get lost inside this home, so I'm your only way out of your life. All right. And if the name of this place sounds familiar to you, that's because it's Winchester as in Winchester Rifle, one of the most notorious guns in history. Death was right there in Sarah Winchester's name. The Winchester Repeating Arms Company was one of the biggest, most profitable weapons manufacturers of the 19th century. And by marrying into the family that owned it, Sarah Winchester was the heiress to that fortune. The legend goes that Sarah moved from the East Coast to California after a psychic told her that building this bizarre place would appease the angry ghosts of all those people killed by Winchester rifles. Ghosts she spoke to in seances, sequestered inside her house of mystery. This is also the version of this story that's repeated in the 2018 horror movie Winchester, which stars Helen Mirren as Sarah. The spirits killed by the rifle, they guide me. The bells summon them. They communicate through plans, drawings. They want me to reconstruct the rooms that they died in. Then they can enter our world. And when you're inside it on one of their public tours, 
it's kind of plausible that this mansion was designed by someone who wasn't, shall we say, fully operating on this astral plane. It's hard to tell, like, what floor we're on. Like, we could be on the seventh floor, we could be on the third floor. Like, with the staircases being strangely sized and shaped, it's very disorienting. Yeah, this place, uh, you kind of get lost the minute you step through the door. It's it's weird. The Winchester Mystery House sprawls across 24,000 square feet. It has 160 rooms, including 13 bathrooms. There are 17 chimneys, 47 stairways, many of which lead nowhere, 2,000 doors, and 10,000 windows. If you built the Mystery House today, construction costs would come to $71 million. The house itself is fascinating. Yet, as the tour makes clear, the woman behind it, the one who locked herself away in this dark, doom-laden place, is even more so. I really love this house and the history behind it, but mainly I love Sarah more than anything. I've gained so much respect for her. But with so much rumor and legend, what do we really know about Sarah Winchester? Everyone knows Sarah as Sarah Winchester, but she was originally born as Sarah Lockwood Pardee. She was born in 1839, New Haven, Connecticut, and she grew up very well educated in life. Sarah married the Winchester heir, William, in the 1860s, but she was then fated to suffer multiple waves of devastating loss in her life. In her 20s, she lost her only child when they were just five weeks old. 14 years later, in 1880, Her father-in-law died, followed closely by her own husband, and then her sister. And the legend goes, it was at that point that Sarah decided to move out to California on a desperate quest at the behest of a psychic. Right? I don't hold the general public responsible for misperceptions. It's really um, a, a... a hundred-year-old marketing campaign. This is Sarah Winchester's biographer, the Bay Area writer Mary Jo Ignoffo. And she says that, first off, this spooky relocation theory just doesn't check out. Mary Jo says Sarah's own doctor was urging her to seek out warmer climes that would be better for her health and her grief. What's more, Sarah didn't move out here alone. One of her surviving sisters was already planning to leave the East Coast for Oakland. It's not so much that a psychic told her to go as family circumstances and life led her to California. But could Sarah have felt that creeping worry that the victims of Winchester guns might come back to haunt her? For Mary Jo, the big problem with this theory is how much Sarah chose to remain involved with the Winchester Repeating Arms Company even after her husband's death. Sarah stayed on as an active, highly engaged member on the company's board for years when she could have just cut loose with her money. Sarah landed in the Bay Area already a keen amateur architect. And in 1886, she purchased a modest two-story farmhouse in the San Jose area and converted it into her giant mansion. It was her canvas. She would say, oh, try it this way. No, I don't like that. Rip it down. Let's try it again. Oh, I like this wood better. 
The construction consumed her for over three decades. She kind of unleashed her interior design, artistic um, talents, her desire to be an architect on that house. Sarah's new San Jose neighbors were baffled, and the local press became fascinated. And they weren't just intrigued by the scale of her ever-expanding compound. They were also mystified by the Winchester widow herself. She was a hyper-private outsider who shunned the aristocrats of the South Bay social scene. And despite all that interest, Sarah stayed silent as the grave about what on earth, or maybe elsewhere, was driving her to keep expanding and transforming her strange, sprawling home. She was also one of those most unfathomable creatures, a single woman who had no interest in making other people comfortable with explanations. She would not talk to the press, and so they started creating stories. One rumour at the time claimed that Sarah believed eternally remodelling the house would keep her alive. Others said that Sarah was obsessively trying to contact the spirit world through those seances of hers. And then finally, the, the last iteration is she's crazy. The new century arrived. Sarah grew older and older still. By the last decade of her life, she owned many homes around the South Bay, not just the Mystery House. It was in one of those other houses that she actually chose to spend most of her final years. But in the very end, something drew her back. And it was to the Winchester Mystery House that Sarah returned to see out her last days on Earth, alone. She died inside the house of heart failure in 1922, a Victorian from another era in the Roaring Twenties, who lived long enough to see the first airplane fly and the Titanic sink. After all those years of construction, Sarah's house finally fell silent. But her house did not stay silent for long. Just months after Sarah died, in the spring of 1923, the mansion was leased by a couple who apparently planned to build an amusement park on the site, complete with a roller coaster. But they pivoted to offering public tours of the place. Her house was turned into a haunted house to attract tourists within months of her death. The public thrilled to finally see inside Mrs. Winchester's house of intrigues, egged on by breathless promotion, like this 1929 advert in the Oakland Tribune. World's most marvelous and oddest house, under construction 36 years, cost millions, builder guided by the spirits, open every day, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. But still, the question remains, why does this place look so odd? According to the legend, Sarah intended these strange features by design to either confuse the spirits in her house or as a way to pay homage to them, like decorating your home for Halloween. But remember that when it came to architectural design, Sarah was an enthusiastic amateur learning as she went. And a lot of the apparent mysteries might simply betray those false starts. And then there's what happened in 1906. The house at 
its peak, literally, was seven stories. And in the earthquake of 1906, the top four collapsed in on themselves. This means that all those weird doors, all of those stairs to nowhere, they might have led somewhere very real when they were first built. So now we come to it. What about the ghosts? So much of this place's appeal has been fueled by this legend of Sarah as a devoted spiritualist, this lonely widow obsessed with inviting in the netherworld through her seances. On the Mystery House tour, you can even place your hands on the table and hear the sounds of a seance echo around you. Sing all spirits, hearken all souls. We gather to offer a clarion call to the spirit world as we seek to open a window for those who still reside here in the Winchester Mansion. Spiritualism was technically a belief system that hinged on attempting contact with the dead, and it was popular among upper-crust women like Sarah at this time. But Mary Jo says there's no record that Sarah ever attended the local spiritualist gatherings. And this image of Sarah the recluse shut away in her scary house, communing solo with the dead, it runs contrary to the whole point of spiritualism. If you were to have a seance, you would not do it in a closet in the middle of your house. You would invite other like-minded people. At its very most basic level, spiritualism is a social enterprise. And Sarah had a well-documented aversion to visitors in her house. Of course, this hasn't stopped over a century of rumours about an otherworldly connection, making the Winchester Mystery House famous worldwide. Ghost hunters and supernatural enthusiasts report unearthly sightings and unexplained presences sensed in its winding corridors and infinite rooms. And let's face it, visitors who arrive at the Mystery House for its public tours today are coming in the hope of experiencing just that. We, we sit down in certain areas on the spirit tour and I have had people ask me, what's the most possessed seat? <laughs> and I never know what to say to them. And I'm just like, you know what, that one. <laughs> Even a total skeptic has to admit it. In that bright San Jose sunshine, this place is dark and claustrophobic enough to really give you the creeps. In many ways, the Mystery House legends represent all the things that feel like they should be true, especially when you think of how you'd feel in Sarah Winchester's shoes. How could a person get rich from making new instruments of death and not feel guilty? How could a lonely woman suffer such tragedy and never once feel the impulse to see if her lost loved ones could talk back. But what if the hard facts of Sarah's life actually leave us with a far more recognizable story about how people react to overwhelming change and loss, how they can alienate themselves from the world in the process? And let's face it, when we talk about death through ghosts and ghouls, we're offered straightforward, even pleasurable scares. It's death in the real world, and what it does to the humans left living, that's truly unsettling to dwell on. 
So faced with that choice? Listen, if you go to the mystery house and feel a sudden chill down your spine, well, maybe it's hard not to feel your thoughts drawn to the supernatural in the right settings, especially at this time of year. On our tour, being led into the mystery house's dark, cold basement, we certainly weren't immune from just that. Descending stairs into the darkness. Ah... This is the thing, you can come in with all this, you know, I've got my factual head on, and, and you, then you come into a dark room that's cold, and you're like, well, who, who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> because sometimes, even when we know the facts, it's just far more appealing to indulge in a little mystery. That was KQED's Carly Severn. Check out the rest of the Boo Curious series in the Bay Curious podcast feed. The team is bringing you eerie stories with a Bay Curious twist throughout the month of October. Be sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the fun. This episode was produced by Amanda Font, Christopher Beal, and Olivia Allen Price. Shout out to Dan Brecky for his voice work. Additional support from Jen Chien, Katie Springer, Cesar Saldana, Maha Sanad, Holly Kernan, and the whole KQED family. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.